Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, episode 60 of the Gundam Explained podcast. I am Adam Blue. Happy to be here, as always, to talk about Gundam, but especially happy because Steven is still around. What's up, Steven? Hey, you can't get rid of me yet. No. No. In fact, you can't even get rid of me. So on Wednesdays, if you guys don't know, uh, there's a link in the description. If not, it'll be afterwards, but it's in every other video. Uh, Hatter's channel. We do a live stream on Wednesdays. Um, so it's cool that we get to like hang out twice a week just to talk Gundam, but even other stuff. Yesterday's episode on your channel was pretty sick, actually. We were he was yeah. going over, you know, painting minis, the techniques, his three D printed stuff that's available on his Patreon, and we we're painting that, but also just talking movies. It was pretty fun for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we kind of uh, went off on a tangent, but I I loved it. Um, I actually yeah. didn't really even get a lot of painting done uh, <laughs> as far as the mini itself went. I think we got like a, a base coat down uh, of the first color, but uh, but you know we talked about Ridley Scott and James Cameron and you know every yeah. sci-fi movie under the sun. So uh, no, yeah, I, it was cool though, especially you know the painting because I'm wanting to learn more about painting. And then at that miniature scale, you know, you were working out like how to mix the paints. It and it was cool because I didn't really understand why you were trying to get that darker coat. And then you were explaining how you have that other color to kind of give the highlights. And it really made me think about when artists are painting a canvas and how they have to add the detail to really give it that depth. And that's technically what you're doing on a mini. Um, yeah, basically. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so for this uh, podcast, obviously, it's available as an audio version. This is just the live version. So if you're listening to it afterwards, there's always the live one because uh, there's chat and the chat is awesome. So we've got Robert, as always, Middle Neo, Josue Perez. Um, let's see, Jedi Sela, Goose, Lucas, uh, Neon Wave, Mad Matt, the Heavy Metal Mecha Pilot, um, and Zionic Shadow. So, um, so far, so good. Good to see you the guys. The gang's all here. Yeah, I know. Um yeah, and Azionic Shadow is saying he's finishing up painting the Epion this weekend, so that'll be pretty sick to see. Um, yeah. Either of our discords, Azionic Shadow stops by, so um, yeah, anyone that's not in our discord should join. Um, and, you know, right before this started, um, uh, uh, Metal Neo was asking my favorite gundam game and i i don't think i've ever really thought about that because one i've really only recently been getting into them but i've been playing them a whole lot and the other part of it is um i think they're so different that like i guess i would say for me a favorite gundam game if it's about like feeling like i'm in a gundam i would say gbo2 does that the best even though it's third person yeah you know what i mean and then I, but I would say I like the SD generation games because I like the, diving into the story and seeing that whole like tactical or strategy element. But SD Gundam Battle Alliance, I, I just I love the combat system because it's like it's not too stressful to where you super have to pay attention, but also you can't just sit back and just mash buttons. It's that fine no, no. balance and all the different mobile suits play differently um they do they do have it's, you had uh, more time with it i have yeah i've spent a little time with it and and again you know you you put it perfectly it's a step above what you would expect like from a dynasty warriors gundam which is just a straight up hack and slash you know mm -hmm. mowing through mountains of enemies um it's not quite as tactical as like a gbo2 uh, i would say yeah. that the finest balance of of 
Gundam game combat. I usually prefer like uh, 0081 or side stories. Um, just a little bit more responsive, but not as big of a mobile suit roster as like GBO2. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wonder if a lot of the criticisms levied at Battle Alliance would have the same um, vitriol if it were not in SD proportions. Yeah, I, I agree because a lot of people in the reviews, they complain about how they look and they're like, this isn't like SD game. Well, they, they, they compare it to this SD Go as online game, but SD has been around for a while before that. Um, so it's... Uh, you know how it is with the internet and people. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but no, that's that's a good question. Webfox, 100, good to see you uh, too. Zionic Frenrir, good to see you. Yeah, I saw you uh, chatting earlier. So yeah, good to see you in there too. So yeah, for today's topics, I came across a cool website showing all these GMs. Now I call it the Jimpocalypse. And in fact, I don't even think Jim is the proper terminology here, but I, I'll, I'll do it for this joke. Um, even though it's been said both ways, um, I'm just a GM guy, but, um, when we look at this page, it's just pretty sick how they have things listed out from the different series, but we'll look at that in a second. Cause they announced a new, uh, GM model kit that I think everyone's been waiting for. Um, yeah. uh, we'll also talk about release date to evolution, another game, and then yeah, just some other, some other stuff we'll get to. Um, Oh, yeah, you, you know, can't Zionic... drop Glemmy in the thumbnail and then oh, not. <laughs> of course, of course, Glemmy. Yeah, that's actually the third tab up here. We're going to talk about uh, uh, Glemmy. One of our, well, one of the supporters um, reached out with a question about Glemmy, and I know that that's right up Hatter's alley. I mean, even mine too, because I love Double Zeta and Zeta. I love that whole, that whole uh, uh, part of UC, really. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Glemmy fan. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, cool. Let me go to the. A screen share real quick uh just to really quickly talk about the videos released recently um so there's a f91 uh metal build f91 video it's my first time with a metal build so i have a review of that um and then i i looked i watched through all the parts of twilight axis and i thought it was pretty incredible it's just it's super short and then i yeah. dive into the the suits as well and and it's <laughs> and i was seeing that my video i made for it it's 20 minutes long that's longer than all parts of Twilight Axis put together, it, I think. So um should be a lot of content there. Um, well, cool. Uh, okay. I want to get to something funny. I was hinting at this in the uh, the Discord. But there's this actor. Uh, his name is Brennan Elliott. And he is the main character, uh, Mark Curran, in G-Savior. Now, you know, there's this thing with G-Savior that it's the same thing with Double Zeta uh, where I, I feel like people just hate on it. Ever since I started researching Gundam Online, people hate on these things. And then when I go to witness them myself, I'm like, wait, this isn't bad. And another part of it with G-Savior is I grew up watching, you know, Star Trek Next Generation, those 90s sci-fi shows. Oh, yeah. Which this is what it is. They produced it. Even the special effects team that did the special effects for this were the people that had been working on all those 90s sci-fi shows. It was like a team of people that knew how to really leverage CGI for TV shows. Um, yeah. I mean, no, nobody nobody hates on Sharknado, and it's like the same quality <laughs> of of film as Sharknado. Yeah, like 15 years later, too, or 20 years later. I don't mm -hmm. know. There's like eight of them. I don't know when they came out. But um, <laughs> So anyway, I have this thing where I want to make G-Savior – 
feel appreciated. You know, now that I'm doing this Gundam stuff online, it's like I want to talk about GC of your life because I don't think it's bad. I think it's a really cool attempt at live action. But uh, so this actor, he's still in the game. He does these Hallmark movies, which, you know, sometimes people make fun of those movies, but really they have positive vibes to them. So that's really good for it's better than scrolling on the Internet. I think watching a Hallmark movie is probably better for your health. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and so uh, because I follow him on Twitter, I'll see his retweets. And he retweeted uh, this from from Anne, Bre Brenny Forever, hashtag all things Brennan Elliott. Uh, she did this cute little collage of the actor in the new movie coming out September 8th on the Hallmark Channel uh, called Merry-Go-Round. Um, today's the 8th. Does that mean it comes out today? I don't know. But let me continue. So I see this collage and I'm like, you know, as awesome as this is, this guy doesn't get recognized for his portrayal of Mark Curran in G-Savior of a live-action Gundam movie. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make my own collage, right? So I I made this. Um, and actually, let me zoom out real quick. So, okay. So the bottom left, I just changed uh, uh, a photo of him from G-Savior. Um, I thought it was pretty cool, but Anne didn't think it's so. Tasteful. It was a tasteful edit. Yeah, but Anne said, why would you use my collage to add a pic of yours? My collage was specific to the movie. And I was like, ah, oh, I felt bad for Anne. So I said, apologies, but you did a fantastic job picking the portraits and wanted to add one of my favorites from his previous movie. So then, <clears throat> oh, wait, she replied, I understand, but you should not interfere with anyone else's collage. If you had sent me the picture, I would have framed it for you. Or, yeah, although you could probably do it yourself. And I was like, you know what? And you're right. I could do it myself. So, ladies and gentlemen, I made, again, with the zooming on, uh, let me see if I can unzoom that on the, <laughs> no, it just wants to back, bounce back. But it's in the, uh, what? Yeah, Twitter does not know how to zoom properly. But no, no. I grabbed some uh, PSD. <laughs> on uh, real quickly uh, on the internet don't worry guys it didn't take too much time uh and then i grabbed some stills because i have the movie streamable at any time i can open up my mb and i have g savior right there waiting for me so i took some screens and made uh yeah this little collage and she said and Thank Anne you. gave you yeah. you know plaudits for it as you see you did a good job that's fantastic but you know what's even better there was someone that replied saying thank you for bringing this film to my attention i have not heard of it before and you know uh the handle call me grandma um grandmama you know most of them are you know older these friends but anyway hopefully through you know his his movies he's out there i'm going to like kind of push g savior along with it maybe <laughs> make g savior great again or something i don't know <laughs> but i think that the uh, target demographic for g savior is going to be radically shifted um well you, and you know what it, it's kind of funny because because of the budget most of the movie is more of a love story you know yeah. in a way than it is the action because you have him and his wife or girlfriend i forget what it is and then he you know falls for this other girl it's right up the hallmark channel alley right there oh yeah you know small town gundam pilot moves to the big city for a design job and uh <laughs> yep there you go um let's see turtle gaming 442 good to see you um let's see ian good of you to drop in so we've got the mod team in the house um but yeah um let's see 
Oh, uh, uh, Ian Saney's out right now hunting for his dog's food. Well, that's a pretty interesting role reversal there, doing the hunting. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I read that wrong at first, and I was like, you're hunting what? <laughs> um, but anyway, so luckily, um, the the actor actually did, did, did he like this one? Um, it might have been the previous one where I did the edit. Let's see. Yeah, I got 20 likes on my edit. Look at that. More than any Whoa, other Gundam content. Um, yep, and, and Brendan Elliott himself, he liked it. So I'm that much closer. No, yeah, I did, this could be your in. Yeah, no, I did reach out to him on Instagram asking to do an interview, but I understand random people. I, I have to just get that awareness out there more to be like, okay, this seems like a safe person to, to speak to. I mean, you um, never know. I um, on Twitter reached out to um, Ethan Nicole of Axe Cop fame and oh, you yeah. know said, "Hey, you know, I'd love to promote your book coming out." And he said, "I could do thirty minutes on your channel." And this is back when I had five hundred YouTube subscribers. So this was like, you know, the wow. early days of Midnight Hatter. So you never know. You know, yeah, you shoot your shot. That guy, as creative as he is, probably knew what he'd be getting himself into, and we could probably tell. Um, yeah. Um, but anyway, very cool. I hope this guy doesn't have PTSD of people getting on him for being in a Gundam movie that no one liked. Because I would like to change that around, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, it's like if in... Um, I was about to make a bad joke about um, The Last Jedi and say, like, if Luke, you know... And, but no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> That's low-hanging fruit. But this movie needs a redemption. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Okay. So next up, I wanted to talk about Glemmy, and while we're talking about Glemmy, I think in the chat we can talk about like uh, simping in general because that's like a thing in Gundam where characters fall in love with other ones, but they don't like that one, but they like another one, um, and it's almost pivotal to the plot elements if you think about it. Um, but For sure. Josue Perez, what is your take on Glemmy from Gundam Double Zeta? It is hinted at that he is related to the Zabi family in some way. Is this true or just a way to elevate his status in the mind of Haman? Okay. How do we say Haman? Is I'm a Haman guy. I, I put Haman. the emphasis on the last syllable. <laughs> I like that. What about um, a Rumble Rawls uh, girl? So that would be Haman. Okay. Haman, Haman, and then what do you call the power they use in the first season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Uh, that, that would that be on you. I, I was going to say, it, I, I have It's Haman. Uh... H-A-M-O-N. I guess you haven't seen that, but yeah, it's that's <laughs> been blowing my mind because they're like, they want to use Haman, and I'm like, okay, Haman? Or is Haman. it Ham-on? Ham-on. Okay. Ham-on <laughs> whole wheat. All right. I'm just trying to confuse you at this point. <laughs> no, actually, it just triggered... Uh, um, Weird Al's fat, the lyrics, <laughs> ham on whole wheat. All right. Okay. Anyway. Um, so <clears throat> anyway, I, I personally think, uh, that the character of Glemmy was also an inspiration to ribbons from Gundam double O. What are your thoughts? So I'm going to do my best impression of Midnight Hatter. Glemmy in lore was rumored to be Garen's bastard son. In production, he was a stand-in for Char since Char's counterattack was greenlit and Char was removed from double Zeta. Either way, I love Glemmy and most of the Double Zeta cast. I thought that was pretty good. But... I, I think you gave me a little bit more uh, 
a, a little bit richer of a buttery voice there. <laughs> I don't know. People tend to think their their voices are higher pitched than they really are. You you got that? Probably so. Yeah. Probably so. Um, especially the recent video you did where you were showing the update on the head of the Zaku. You know the way you oh, set up yeah. your your mic and yeah. Well, <laughs> well I had my daughter sleeping, so I was like, okay, we're going to do a quick video here talking about. <laughs> I guess that's how I have to speak into the mic then. Huh, I gotta keep that in mind. Yeah. But so anyway, I like that lore idea. I mean, but if we really think about it, like the fact that that would have been Char. So yeah. Does it make sense that that would have been Char, or do you think that they rewrote it even more so that you don't? think uh, i don't know the the end of zeta was pretty ambiguous with where char goes right, right. i mean he kind of just disappears into the into space and so it's not completely unreasonable to think that char would have joined haman later on yeah, but, but to to be that level of devoted to haman that glemmy was um at least in the early part of the the show um, honestly, it kind of mirrors the relationship that Shar had with Cassilia yeah. a little bit. Yeah, um, I think that's interesting, yeah, because really, especially, I loved um, near the end of Zeta when, like, Haman is trying to get Quattro to, or Shar to join, and he's just like, oh, lady, get away from me. And she's, like, <laughs> constantly, like, just going, not fighting him, but just trying right, to get simper, him. Right, no like, simping. Yeah, he's like, come on. <laughs> yeah, there we go, that's... Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, she, no, yeah, not only did she simp for Char, but also Judo, so I have a chance. I think I have a chance. There you um, go. <laughs> um, But no, I thought Glemmy was a cool character in being that, it does seem like they rewrote it to not be so much like Char, but at the same time, the idea that he could have been part of the Zabi family in some way, like Giren's son, I mean... It doesn't have to be that way, but a lot of times when people are in positions of power, it's sometimes for a reason, like when it comes to family yeah. or something. And in particular, I like that they never elaborated on that. They never confirmed whether or not that rumor was true. It's just one of those things where it's like it doesn't necessarily matter whether he truly was Giran's son or not. Yeah. The the effect of people believing it is what really um, impacted yeah. everything. Kind yeah, of like that the movie Dogma. <laughs> Well, yeah, not only in the... I don't think I saw that. Was that the skateboarding movie? Oh, no, that was the Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Um, yeah, Dogma was good. And then Clerks 3 is about to hit, so... Yeah. If it's not out already, I don't... Yeah, I need to catch up. But um, uh, we could go rabbit hole of movies. I, I, I need to focus. <laughs> but, um, no, so what they... What it's cool is what you just said is almost like, you know, what they do in the story of Double Zeta or that timeline, you know. But also for people that are watching Double Zeta, I like how ambiguous that is because it's kind of like, um, you know, I guess because a lot of times you, I'm trying to sometimes figure out what is going on with Neo Zeon and with the Titans, you know, and sometimes it's who, who really is pulling the strings in Neo Zeon. Like that's something that, I had trouble understanding for a while, but it's more of, I guess, the people that are devoted to the cause and the family because Maneva was, you know, the people around her, uh, I guess, you know, really propped her up in a way. So there's that remnants of the Zabi family that keeps the Zeon, the, the Zeon tradition alive, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Does that sound about right? Because, you know, it's trying to figure out, like, 
what is the real motivation of the antagonist that non-Titans in Zeta, you know, with Neo Zeon, other than wanting to lead again and be a superpower, you know? Um, yeah, you know, it's hard to pin down exactly what Haman's motivations were. It's not the yeah. same as, like, say, for instance, in 0083, where you have um, both uh, Shima Garahau and... Um, Oh, why is his name escaping me? The Delaz. Delaz, dude. Yeah. Um, Delaz. So, yeah. you know, Delaz is all about re reinvigorating the glory of Zeon. Yeah. And Shima's got kind of her own thing going on. And so there's this conflict in there where, you know, and I think that that extends out to Haman as well, as you have this internal yeah. power struggle that's created by the vacuum of the Zabi family being essentially wiped out. Um, and there are some, you know, it actually come to think of it, it kind of reminds me of like the three the romance of the three kingdoms like the three kingdoms era in in ancient china where you had this power vacuum created by um by the imperial family being wiped out and so then you have all of these different factions that are kind of trying to rise to power at once mm. and yeah yeah and i yeah i guess that's true really in the zeta to double zeta sort of timeline there is that kind of going on uh yeah so, yeah, that actually gives more depth to the story, actually, now that we've kind of dissected it. Um, and I just want to look in the chat. Uh, so, Zen Zionic, uh yeah, Friendware is saying, I do think they rewrote Glemmy Midway, or soon after it started, since at the very first he appears like a generic grunt pilot, and a few episodes later he is suddenly captain of the Mindra. Yeah. Uh, Haman and Shar, they did have a small... This is for Metal News. They did have a small relationship, but it was more of uh, extra manga. Yeah, and I've heard of that. I haven't really yeah, dived into that. Yeah, Shark deleted affair. I do like the idea that Haman likes Shar, but he doesn't care. <laughs> I don't know. That just makes him so much of, of a badass. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Because um, I would totally <laughs> fall for her. I, it's a it's a Sigma male yeah. grind set. Do not get distracted <laughs> by pink-haired ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, and then you have in Double Zeta, Shara Soon, and, um, right, that's her name, right? Shara? Yeah, Shara yeah. Soon. Um, which, yeah, is another one of those crazy ones. Um, uh, good character, though. I kind of like her arc, how it went in the end. Um, yeah, agreed. Let's see, anything else? Um, Oh, Lucas is saying, I, th I thank Tecmo for introducing me to Romance of the Three Kingdoms with their uh, RPG game, Destiny of the Emperor, based on the Sengokushi manga. Yeah, I've only heard of uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms due to video games. Yeah, that's, which, that's you know, my it's, education. it's kind of a catch-22, where it's like, you know, it, if there weren't the video games out there, both tactics video games and Dynasty Warriors, you know, would a Western <laughs> audience even know what the Three Kingdoms era was? But... yeah. Do you want them to know it for that? <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty that's yeah pretty interesting. Um, uh, let's see, and then Jedi say saying it was a one sided thing. Haman simped for Shar, but it wasn't requited. He had a fling with her. Uh, oh, with her friend instead. Yeah, we're gonna set the oof size to large on that one. <laughs> uh, who who was that? Is that something I'm not remembering? Or is that in manga? That that's in the manga. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Oh, you know what? Something I did read isn't Haman's father. Wasn't he like a acting president at one time for the Republic of Zeon? Does that sound familiar? 
Yeah, I, I want to say it was kind of like um, the Denethor character in Lord of the Rings, like a steward of the haven't seen the monarchy. That. I haven't read that. I know. Uh, of course you did. <laughs> you did. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, that it was it was kind of like a you know junior leadership role, I think. Mm, okay. Okay, so that's kind of what then got her to where she was, and maybe yeah, with the power vacuum, she saw a chance for her to take charge. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, okay. Um, all right. So that was great. Good uh, question there. Um, i move on real quick. Another video game, Gundam Evolution. You know, people like to compare it to um, Overwatch. Overwatch. Yeah, I almost yeah. forgot the name of that. Which, <laughs> I, I get it, but it does play a lot different. Um, it's almost it is, like... It is very, very different. I, I'll, I'll give it that for sure. Yeah. Have, yeah, you, like, have you still yeah. been playing um, Gundam Evolution at all, or have you completely switched over to Battle Alliance? Well, I didn't know. Is is the beta still playable? I may uh, have just, I may have just, yeah. It's one of those things with games. If it's just a beta, I will just play a little bit, but usually I'll wait. Um, yeah, you don't want to commit too much time, especially if you don't know if your save data is going to carry over. Yeah, yeah, there could be that. Yeah, I, um, uh, so, well, the date is September 21st, so I will be... Playing, yeah, September 21st for PC, November 30th for consoles. Uh, but I will be playing it. And yeah, it, so it's like Overwatch, but I almost feel like it's more of Call of Duty, but each character has their own unique loadouts and spe weapons, spe whatever they called the airdrops. Yeah, there was a term for that. So I feel like it, it's that, which I think the character action, first-person shooter, probably got that from Call of Duty in the first place. But... um. I don't know how devoted I'm going to be to playing this because I love playing video games anyway. And it's fun, but I see this more of jump in, play for, for a little bit, and then uh, move on. What about you? Does it interest you? No, I, I, I was never a big Overwatch fan, and I'm not really a big, you know, kind of um, squad-based shooter kind of guy anyway. Like, you know, it, yeah. it's been... It's been since the Halo Three days that I get online and and play some some shooters. So, it it wasn't for me, but I do appreciate that you know it's another option out there for Gundam fans, and it seems to have attracted some some normie fans too. You know, I see some yeah. non Gundam fans playing this game, and I'm like, hey, you know, if if it brings positive attention to Gundam, then I I'm not going to knock it. Yeah, that's I think the takeaway from here is really this is just more of getting Gundam out there so that. You know, those Hallmark ladies will watch G Savior. That's really the ultimate. No, um, <laughs> that's, but, that's the goal. That's the goal. If we can get them on our side. Yeah. So, like, is G Savior going to be in Gundam Evolution, in SD Gundam Battle Alliance? What is going on? That's what the next metal build, Verka, needs to be. It's a G Savior. <laughs> um, okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, I'm excited that this is coming out, but. I'm I'm not gonna be spending too much time on it. But hey, I, I'm with Zionic Shadow here in the chat. It's sick that Dozel Zabi's custom Zaku is in the game. Like that is Yeah. That is a good idea. One of the things about Gundam Evolution that I, I think I mentioned this on my Discord server is that it's a game that even though it's kind of marketed to a mass market audience, like not just Gundam fans, but just gaming fans in general. It seems to me like the roster was picked out by some like hardcore Gundam enthusiasts. Like there's some deep cuts on there. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good point. So it seems like um, even like though you have it a couple was... of the fan service ones, you know, the Unicorn and the Granddaddy Gundam, but yeah. then you have like 
the Methus and the Marisai, you know. Um, was I forget? Was there something from Wing? In N- not yet. I don't think okay. they've dropped any Wing yet. But uh... well, you know, yeah, really, I think you make a good point. It seems like it was developed for a mainstream audience, but if you're a hardcore Gundam fan, you can kind of see what they're doing, like in terms of how they're picking. And how you use uh, the Suzu, it's fun being the gun tank. It really felt more like I was, you know, piloting the gun tank, I guess. Oh, man, that core fighter killing attack. Was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the kamikaze like strike kind of is stuff. so cool. Hey, what's this uh, Mahiru? That, you got me on that one. Is that something out of... Uh... Let's look that up. Okay. Oh, from turn A. Yeah, I was going to say, wow. it had a turn A vibe to it. kind of looks like a sumo. That's Yeah, that's very interesting. It's the first I've seen this. Um, interesting. I haven't watched through uh, turn A yet, so I need to do that. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, and then... But again, another deep yeah. cut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's what's pretty interesting about that, yeah. Um, yeah, the Gundam.info thing is pretty cool because they have stuff that you can stream and watch. Like, right now they've got G Gundam, so that's pretty cool. And they have that uh, Witch for Mercury prologue, so if you guys haven't watched it or watched my reaction video, it's pretty cool stuff. Um, and then, yeah, the Endless Waltz movie. Um, which, you know, now that I'm getting or understanding more of Wing, it does seem like endless waltz isn't as uh, those designs aren't really utilized as much as like the from the series um is that is that the case i guess just people really like they're just used to the series so much i guess a movie is way less hours than the series yeah i mean it could be a bit of that i i feel like there are some designs out of endless waltz that people kind of hold up in in high esteem i mean obviously that wing zero custom everybody loves the the feathered look compared Mm -hmm. to the regular wing binders but um and yep zionic shadows right the best christmas movie out there uh <laughs> between so, that die hard and christmas vacation that's like you've got your your christmas well, but set. why why because i watched it and i did not get that feeling oh you didn't get christmas out of it no but i mean it is set at christmas time yeah but, but like 0080 for instance that to me I mean, you oh, have an yeah. inflatable Santa. You have a parade going on. You got presents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, some some of those presents were probably um, unwelcomed. Uh, I think that Al would probably like a gift receipt on yeah <laughs> on some of those experiences. But uh, but yeah, I I think that um, it, Endless Waltz probably needs a little bit more exploration. I think that uh, I was talking to okay. Uh, okay. Goose and Rogue New Type earlier today and suggested you know we don't get to see Sally Poe in a mobile suit in Endless mm-hmm. Waltz. And she had the Wing Gundam at the end of Gundam yeah. Wing, the series. So it's yeah. like, if she's going to be a preventer, shouldn't she have a mobile suit like uh, like Miliardo and Noin do? You know, that's interesting, because it does, it does remind me, like, where it ended. I thought Endless Waltz was pretty entertaining, but I, I don't remember having the same reaction or thoughts that I had from once Wing ended. Um, maybe I was just relieved it was over. No, no, <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I don't think it's, it, it's explored as much when I am looking at or finding content that's related to wing. A lot of times it's not endless Walt stuff. Um, no, but definitely not, but that's cool. More stuff to discover later. Um, uh, there's never enough mobile suits. Um, and 
Bandai is now releasing that GM Spartan, which is this is a sick one. You know, what's really cool about this is when I first got into Gundam, I remember people saying Halo got inspiration from Gundam, and they pointed out this, which was, I think, 1989, the first design was made yeah. in the MSV? Mobile Suit Variation, yeah. Um, and I thought it was a joke at first. <laughs> yeah, and, but when you look at it, it's like, wow, yeah, that makes sense. Then the other references they tend to make um, throughout the Halo series that could be um Gundam related um but yeah this thing looks sick um yeah I mean everything awesome about having suit. a knife yeah and someone posted on uh Twitter there was an early version of the gun cannon that had a, a knife on its arm I thought that was pretty sick um, that would be pretty cool yeah but everything about this design is cool and you know it's I would love to get a robot spirits version but I would also like to build it because I've I always say when you build something, you, you seem to get a better feeling of its design. Um, yeah, there's something tactile about it. You, yeah. uh... mm -hmm. So what was cool then was they also, and I say they, like some ominous figure up above, but BandaiHobby.net. So I don't know if that's an official Bandai site or just someone likes Bandai stuff, so they have a hobby site. But check this out. Uh, you know, let me drop this link actually in the chat because I'm sure everyone's going to want to check oh, it out. Yeah. But what's cool about this is it has this drop down where you can choose a title. But also, um, I mean, it goes down uh, like forever, showing so many that I look at it's like, oh, I want to build that. Like, uh, yeah, uh, I don't. And, and, and it's funny, translated, uh, I guess the page is translated. Uh, part of it is, but it has Jim, J-I-M. I think that's hilarious. Um, yeah. But, like, I guess here's, like, an early uh, GM. That looks really cool. I'd love to build that just for fun. I mean, I've built some early kits, and it's pretty rough. You, you just have to, like, just <laughs> like it, I guess. Yeah. I like um, – what's up? No, no, no. I was, oh. I was agreeing with you. That's up. No, I like uh, when you see older designs that have real-type markings because I – I've just always associated real type markings as modern. So when I see it on old stuff, I think it's a cool, cool look. Yeah. I mean, at that, at that time, it's like, you got to do anything you can to make the model kit look cool. And if your design is limited in its articulation, then. Yeah. Yeah. There's other stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just looking at the MSV ones are sick. Like there are so many on here. It's like, not only is the GM one of the coolest looking mobile suits, but when they do like their sniper variants, um, those are always sick. Oh, okay, here's oh wait, the MS team. I thought this was a little strange. It's like the Opsilus, but more of like a miniature version. Yeah, maybe it's like yeah. uh, you're supposed to hold up like a sniper crosshair card and look through it as if it's in the distance. Uh, or, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, and here's that side story. Uh, you know, the Dreamcast game. Rise from the Ashes. That's uh, I love that the Rise from the Ashes model kits came in two packs like that. Oh, that is interesting. Huh. Because you had the, uh, yeah, the gym and the gun cannon, and then you have the Vish Donahue two-pack that's like the Goof and the Gelgoog. Oh. Okay. I didn't know about that. Because, yeah, that's something I would love to get just thinking about how I remember playing this game and loving it. And all I saw from this, from the title, was Side Story. I just called the game Side Story. 
Same. <laughs> you love that side story game? It's so cool. And <laughs> Gundam never. I guess I didn't even look at that. That's that's weird. Um, let's see, Blue Destiny stuff. Yeah, that stuff looks sick. Yeah, um, there's that GM dominance. Missing Link. Oh, Thunderbolt, always cool when you have those uh, extra, those sub-arms that can hold things. Man, I've had that high-grade uh, Thunderbolt GM sitting in my my backlog for way too long. I need to finish building that at some point. That would be a good one for one of your streams to start on yeah. that, because yeah, that, that's an awesome one. That is cool. Okay, MSD, Mobile Suit Discovery. So I'm not too familiar with that. Um it's just similar another MSV. to the variation line. Oh, okay. um, similar, I would say. It's not, uh, you know, it, honestly, it's kind of right up your alley because it's the line that I think explores the development trees of mobile suits. So, oh, like, that is cool. You know, the in-between steps when you go from, like, oh. I don't know. I, I can't come up with a good example off the top of my head, but I guess we're looking at them. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, a gym to gym two where, like, you know, when they go to the... Uh command or something there's always those steps yeah between. yeah you have that little half step between two uh two defined mobile suits and now, now that yeah i'm excited to see yeah that one that one's sick um you know what? i'm gonna check real quick uh if if any see of if you can't get your hands on that slugger gm well, I think that that one might be sold out, but I I would that um uh, the Spartan, I'm not seeing where that's at. Um, unless it's just not. I don't think it's available yet. Not to the um, yeah, not yeah, to I'm, us anyway. I'm always confused uh, about that because I'll see where something's available and then, um, like that wound wart, the the metal robot spirits. I haven't seen that anywhere um Maybe. what you can do is if you go to pbandai.com and instead of going to slash en for the english one i think it's like slash sp for the singapore version oh. that will show you that you usually get like oh oh maybe it's not sp yeah it's something sg yes yeah, there, there's there's definitely a singapore version that um that has uh, some of that stuff so yeah i mean there's the slugger gm there um the wound wart does that mean it's just eventually going to be on the site, or this means the U.S. is not getting a? a uh, the U.S. gets them like a month later. Ah, okay. So this will eventually. Okay. Yeah. Great. Now I have been able to find there are some there's some pretty awesome sites out there that are you know English speakers that live in Japan that they will they have their own pre-orders and you can pre-order P Bandai pre-orders from them and they'll pre-order from you know like the Singapore website and ship it to you a month earlier than you would have gotten it if you wait for the English release. Oh, but, I see. So like Big Bad Toy Store is probably just getting them just for the U.S. release, but there's people out there that are getting them from the regions that get them first. To, that's pretty cool. I, I've heard of yeah. places like Side 7 Exports. Um, is New Type one? I don't think New Type is one, um, but there's like a... I want to say it's like the Gundam Hanger is is one of them. Um, I've oh. ordered from him before, oh, but okay. I'm pretty sure Bandai's cracking down on that as a as a rule. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was the recent things they talked about. Yeah, I guess if something's happening, they gotta look into it. Um, 
But uh, yeah, then the Jim Spartan is listed under other, which is pretty cool. It's listed uh, with the striker other. So <laughs> uh, yeah. So is the GM striker really considered other? Was that not in any story? Um, maybe just I could have sworn GBO that was too? at least a, an MSV. Let's see what this says. Um, manga series. It's just so weird. At guy. It sounds like <laughs> is it just about an at guy? That just the cool. one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I lost my family. Now I'm gonna go across North America to find them. <laughs> I I feel like that needs to be a thing because it looks like a a a, a cuddly mascot. <laughs> I wonder what an SD at guy looks like. Hold on. Because they're already SD. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's... <laughs> yeah, let's see what they've got here. Yeah, I... Oh, look at that little chunk. Yeah, I see no difference. <laughs> really, no. there is, but no, it, it's funny how similar it already is. I love playing GBO2 and watching one waddle up to me. <laughs> you can't take it seriously, but then they destroy me, so it's like, okay. Well. Yeah, there's that. The, <laughs> the fact that it's a... An extremely powerful mobile suit in a tiny, cute package. Yeah, um, yeah, I yeah. That's that's what's cool about the designs in general with the Gundam universe. It's completely different. I think, yeah, even you got to hand it to the original Dobo seventy nine. I think it seems like they had the most variations in what a mobile suit could be. Some are just ridiculous. I don't even like them. And then some, <laughs> like the Ag guy, you come to get to know and love. You mean you don't like the Ag? <laughs> Well, uh, what was the one that was in, um, what, what's the one that had the U-shaped head? You see it in Double Zeta with multicolored. Oh, um, uh, not the Zogok, but the, um, the Agu guy or the Juagu. Oh, well, yeah, there we go. Agu guy. That must be it. Yep. The, oh, that was the colors in Double Zeta. Yeah, the alternate. Okay. Yeah, like, look at that thing. But. It's kind of cool. We heard you like mono eyes, so we made a mono eye out of mono eyes. <laughs> <laughs> One massive mono eye out of mono eyes, yeah. Um, and then wasn't it in Thunderbolt? There was a version of that they were fighting like at night in the forest. It was pretty sick. I think um, so. I mean, the, the Thunderbolt uh, at guy looks crazy tough. Like, I mean, it's... It's like the ad guy's bigger brother that came to beat you up for talking trash about it. <laughs> yeah, let me... Action, I think we were just talking about that um, yesterday, weren't we? That or... Oh, no, the version of the Zagok, which is also... Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. They did a really good job with the with this, the Thunderbolt version. Yeah, it's um, pretty sweet looking. Let me um, look in chat real quick. Um, they're the Gremlin mobile suit in chivy form. <laughs> <laughs> um uh did i say that at guys are like ewoks they look cute but they can still whoop your butt yeah that is definitely the case um yeah wub nub indeed um harmony of gundam this is from zionic fenrir it was a collection of ms created to fill roles for the uh, sake of faction balance uh in the bonds of battlefield game mm, not familiar with that yeah, I've seen that um, in some of like the SD Gundam games. You'll see that some of the units are listed as being from Harmony of Gundam. Okay, yeah, I. Yeah, it's just something else again. I'm sure there's another five films I haven't seen yet. I don't know. 
<laughs> right. Um, and 27 mangas. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. Uh, Zionic Center saying, I'm actually getting the HD load astray Omega. Look it up real quick. Um, but yeah, Neon Wave, I see that you want a GM juggler. Uh, I mean, you basically just get the ball two pack and you have it like, right. You just get a GM and the ball two pack and then you've got your GM juggler. You just mount them on the, on the top and <laughs> you're good to go. But yeah. I agree. The GM juggler is pretty cool. No, the bringing up the ball just and we're thinking of variations makes me think of how much more there could be with the ball. You know, they got a few things. There's that Gundam head one, but uh, I'm now thinking of a uh, for some reason it's a Thunderbolt version of a a GM with sub arms holding Thunderbolt balls, like multiple. <laughs> like I don't know why that seems like it needs to happen. Well, that that in essence is the GM juggler, right? Is uh like oh, wire guided. Is? Um, Let me look that up, actually, because I'm not too... Oh, yeah. The GM Juggler is pretty cool. It was the, the Federation didn't know how the Xeon were, were using these new type um, oh, weapons. I've never seen this. And so they were like, okay, we're going to try and make our own new type mobile suit. And oh, it's just basically ball. two yeah. balls strapped to a GM. <laughs> now that, that is... via remote. It is pretty cool. I'm not crazy about the head on it. The proportions are a little wonky. But uh, yeah, but everything else is sick. I love how the instead of the arms on the ball, it's like the guns were attached straight onto them. That's actually a pretty yeah. cool idea. But I would like to have one that has you know the sub arms with the, the balls, and the balls themselves have arms. Uh, that I mean that sub arms on the sub arm yeah. controlled balls, <laughs> and they hold the shields. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, I would I would draw that if someone could draw that. That would be great. Um, let's see. Anything else? Uh, you know, I think that's about it. Anything else we didn't cover or talk about? Um, anything else we want to mention? I mean, that's that's all I had. I can't think of anything else that uh, that dropped this week that was of note. No, yeah, I think um. Oh, Jedi Sela has. What's even funnier is that they recycled that guy concept and made an actual teddy bear mech called the Bear Guy in one of the build fighters. That, yeah, that Bear Guy is an awesome idea. Yeah, and, and the Bear Guy line, you know, how, how you've got like the Mama Bear Guy, the Papa Guy, the yeah, the Petite Guys. Yeah, that that I like it how they do that. Um, with randomly with Gunpla. I mean, what else can they do now? Um, I love it. Oh, yeah, and Ryu Ganokami saying that guy is always cute. Even in Japan, it is one of the representative MS of the Xeon Swimming Club. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I had no idea about that. that... I do. I really want that uh, that Akai plushy glove that is basically an Akai oh, yeah. hand but has the, uh, the claws, the I retractable claws. <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty good. There's a Halloween costume right there. There um, we go. Well... I think that's it. No, that was fun. I think we covered our topics. Uh, chat was good as always. Uh, Steven, thanks for being here. Uh, Midnight Hatter, your channel. Thank you for having the, me. the links will be in the description, um, but also any other place you could see. I, I linked him on the Discord as well. Um, but yeah, that was good. Um, any, anything else, Steven? No, no. Thank you cool. as always for having me. And yeah, um, yeah I appreciate I appreciate this opportunity to talk mobile suits with you. Yeah. No, I, I love it. I mean, 
what can you ask for? That's like awesome to do at, at our age, our recent birthdays kind of showed our age and to be able to do this is actually pretty cool. Exactly. Right. All right. Well, cool. Well, I'm heading out. I'll probably jump into the discord. So, um, yeah, I'll see you guys later. Cheers.